the other story we've been covering pretty heavily uh, for, I guess it's about a month now, is uh, the wildfire situation in our province. We've seen a lot of good news in a lot of different areas. By no means am I trying to paint the picture that this is over, because it's not. Um, but yesterday, evacuation orders were lifted for residents of the Ochis First Nation, Swan Hills, Fox Creek, Little Smoky. Um, so according to provincial officials, we've got about 7,200 Albertans that are still out of their homes right now. At the peak, it was close to 20,000, okay? And then it dropped down to about 10,000 over the weekend, and now we're down to about 7,200. So that's great. Um, among the displaced, though, are residents of the East Prairie Métis Settlement, and that community has been hard hit by the wildfires. Um, Marcel Desjardins, Golden Eagle, as you may know him, is from East Prairie. He has family there. He grew up there. He's been there throughout this crisis. I think he's there today still, and he joins us now for an update. Marcel, thanks for joining us. How are you, bud? Oh, good day, Shay. I'm good. I'm good. Are you up there? You're still in East Prairie right now? Uh, yeah, I just came to town for some coffee. There's no power and gas out there. Um, so I just come to town, pick up some supplies, and I'm going to head back out there today. Give us the latest. What's the situation at the East Prairie Métis Settlement? I know it got pretty bad for a while. What's uh, What are things like today? Well, there's a, a nice, peaceful, calm, tranquil feeling out here after that rain. And... Uh, the crews are still out there mopping up and looking for ash pits right now, but uh, the, the the danger from the fire itself is is almost out, I believe. Um, I saw the crews go out. I met them this morning. Uh, these very volunteers, the SRD, uh, APCO's out there putting up power poles. I think uh, Prairie River Gas is heading out there trying to restore power and, uh, and gas and heat for the homes. That's great. That's good. I mean, obviously some signs of recovery. Um, how, I, I know when we talked before, Marcel, it was pretty bad. I mean, a number of homes were lost in that community. Do you have a better idea of now of just how much, you know, that community's gone through and how much will need to be rebuilt? Yeah, I think when they met with uh, um, Daniel Smith yesterday, they talked about damages around 11, 11.2, 11.8 at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, total of 27 houses, some outbuildings, uh, power poles, infrastructure, uh, a bridge, etc. And uh, and so that's what they talked about with, uh, with the province yesterday. And um, rebuild, yes. You know, it's coming. Hey, Marcel, did you say that you've heard from Danielle Smith? She's been in contact with the community? Because I know that was one of the issues that you had. One of the concerns you had was, you know, we kind of feel like we're out on an island here. We haven't heard from anybody. So you have spoken with um, Danielle Smith in her capacity as, as premier in this instance? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, know, I get it. It's hard during the election, right? Um, yeah. Yep. I get it. I get it. Um, you're not really in that seat as the premier, but I think given the the circumstances it's necessary for the incumbent to uh, to act as premier uh, to provide that leadership. Um, although it took some time, I think they finally met yesterday with the leadership of the community um, via a Zoom link, I believe. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's that's positive. Um, what about the residents of East Prairie Métis Settlement? Where are they? How many are out of the community with nowhere to go? I mean, what's the situation with the evacuees, Marcel? Well, um, there's 14 homes that were occupied that were lost. There's 23, There's 13 homes that weren't occupied at the time that were lost. 
But then the families that lost their homes met with the leadership yesterday uh, to discuss uh, emergency trailers that potentially could be coming in uh, and to discuss how they're going to accommodate them. I think they're all still staying in town, either at the Peavine uh, Inn or the Days Inn. Uh, some residents have returned to East Prairie, even though there's no gas. Some of them have power, so uh, a great majority of them have returned to their homes. Uh, over on our side, we have no 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 power and no gas, but that's okay. We have uh, we have a wood stove, we have a water well, we have an outdoor toilet, we have piles of wood, and probably about two and a half months of worth of food. So. If we really had to go for the long haul here in an emergency situation, we could, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean, give us. Give, I mean, I know you've been up there and you've been, you've been, you've been meeting with the people and you've been meeting with the volunteers, and uh, we've seen some of the footage that you've taken and things like that. It seems to me, Marcel and I, I don't want to mischaracterize it, that things are 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 better. Maybe we're around the corner here. Is that how you see it? I, I think so. I think we're uh, near the finish line as far as having the fire put out. Um, there's going to be a lot of discussions with both the federal and the provincial government. Um, uh, it needs to be stated that the fire uh, in, it, it originated uh, outside the boundaries of our community and came in. Uh, one was a lightning strike. I don't know about the other two, but uh, uh, it affected us and our neighbors to the west of us. Um, they lost a home, and, and um, they were affected also. Um, and so there's going to be some rebuilding, some dealing with insurance. Yeah. Uh, but that's the other thing, too. We have a hard time getting insurance out here, so that's going to be a real sticking point for us because uh, it's in a high high uh, fire zone, and insurance is expensive to get out here, right? And our fire truck is like 30 years old or older. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, province, I, I know that you, you uh, primarily through your work, let's be honest here, Marcel, and the fact that you've been on the air here and you've been speaking with Global News and bringing some attention to the situation. I know the province responded and said, hey, we've got these many people out fighting the fires and all the rest of this stuff. Um, how important is it that you have this kind of support continue, right? Like you say, the fire danger appears to have passed, although we're not saying it's over, but, you know, it seems to have, the worst is behind us anyway. But there's going to be a lot of rebuilding and a lot of recovery, right? You're going to need assistance there, I would assume. Well, for certain. I mean, we're, we're going to have to figure out how we're going to provide homes for these people that lost their, their houses and everything, their vehicles. Like, uh, we're going to have to, to come together and work together, whether you're UCP, NDP, or the Alberta Party or, or federal departments, we're all going to have to work together to figure something out, not just here in East Prairie, Fox Lake, Sturgeon, Drayton Valley, and some, all these places that were affected by by the fire in some way. And not, not only that, we have to plan, like, this is just the start of fire season. Yeah, yeah. And, and it kicked us hard, right? It really did. And, and, and nobody was ready for it. Not, not something to this magnitude. Right. Yeah, and you know what, I, and you know what, Marcel, you make a really good point because we, this happens, you know, year after year after year after year. This is shaping up to be a particularly bad year. But you look at 2019 in high level. You take a look at 2016 in Fort Mac. Go back to Slave Lake. It's not the first time. Won't be the last time. We need to do a better job of being ready for the next time, don't we? I think so. I mean, with the community out here, I, I know people saying saying that. The fire is, a, is, a, is our responsibility when it's inside our boundaries or our structures, but 
we were doing fire safe programs and, and uh, trying to eliminate some of the underbrush along our roadways and fields and whatnot within our community. We've been doing fire safe for how many years? The only difference now between 20 and 30 years ago is we don't do controlled burns anymore, right? The SRD stopped that. The Alberta government stopped that some time ago. But I think if, if we were still doing controlled burns, we wouldn't have had such a raging fire come through our territory. Right. Yeah, exactly. And we got to start thinking of these things because, like you say, this is shaping up to be a really bad season, but we've seen others. Um, Marcel, thanks for the updates. Always appreciate it. Thanks so much for chatting. Yeah, take care, guys. I'm going to jump on the long tractor. I'll talk to you guys again. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Marcel. That's Marcel Desjardins, Golden Eagle uh, from East Prairie, Métis Settlement.